Good evening, savages, and welcome to another episode of Savagely Paranormal After Dark. Oh, we're sing-songing now. <laughs> well, we seem to be having some slight technical, technical difficulties with our TikTok live, so. <laughs> Alright, savages, tonight we are talking about the Hotel Conyat. And their fall paranormal and psychic fair. We will be there. Yes, we will. So fun. So fun. We'll be there September 30th through October 1st. And you will have the opportunity to do a mini ghost hunt with us. So make sure you come out and you check have us to out. Sign up at our booth. Yes. It is. How much is it? How much is it? 20? 20? Yeah, you have to sign up at our booth. It's $20 per ticket. We did not set the price. The price is set by uh, the location. Yeah. And uh, we are limited to 15 people. So make sure you're one of the first 15 to get there and sign up. Yeah. Um. So you'll have to reserve your spot from our table or one of the other groups there yes. but preferably our table yeah <laughs> we can't wait to see you guys it'll be super fun um we are doing a little halloween trick-or-treat for kids adults whoever yep. so stop by all the booths everybody's going to be passing out candy admission for the um convention is five dollars kids under 12 i believe are free uh, I don't know. I'm not uh, sure. Do, 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 do. Wasn't there a mistake in that? <laughs> Kids yeah. under 10 are free. My bad. Yes, it says Sagage <laughs> Energy. There is no Sagage here, but it says Sagage Energy in the brochure. Yeah, you never know. <laughs> and, yeah. Depends yeah. on how much I've had to eat. It might sag a little bit. Yeah, I mean... But, yeah, I mean, I don't know. So, they're going to do some tarot readers and psychic readers. What was that word? Tarot readers? Say it again. Tarot. 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 Whatever. That is one of my pet peeves when you call it tarot. I just cringe every okay, time. Okay, so they have tarot readers. They, they have, have Reiki practitioners. There's going to be a lot of lectures and seminars. So many vendors are supposed yeah. to be there for both the... There's a big list of vendors, big list of psychics. Yeah. Um, make sure you check out their Facebook page. Um, and if you're in the Lake County area of Ohio, make sure you check out... Um, Old Familiar Ways, and... No. Yes. Wait. Old Familiar Ways, what's and... The, um, what's her new store name? Something Roots. Magic Roots? Magic no. Roots? No. No. How did you lose it? <laughs> I did. How? Um, Producer lost our notes. It was on a note card. No. Oh, Yeah. It was on a note card. The couch where we it. sit. I don't see it. Oh, right. All right. So, 
Mystical Roots, my bad. So make yes. sure you check out Mystical Roots and Alter All Your Ways. Mystical Roots is in Madison, Madison, Ohio. This is where we get all our crystals, all our oils, potions, oils, gemstones, tarot cards, pendulums. <laughs> I'm never going to live that down. <laughs> no, you are not. Um, she does have a Facebook page. She is in Madison Village, 8 West Main Street. She has um, brochures for the psychic convention and stickers that are ours to pass out. Super fancy new stickers. So yes, we ordered. check them out. Hold hold that up and let them see that. Yes. Is that awesome or what? <laughs> we um, got stickers. She is a vast wealth oh, yeah. of knowledge on everything occult. Yes. Anything witchy that you might need, she's got you in the books. Yes. Any she, questions, she is always there to answer. She also has a very large selection of ghost-themed books and, like, the different haunted oh, areas yeah. in Ohio. Tons of books on like Ohio that. hauntings. Um, and she has Brian's favorite hot honey and this is not a paid endorsement. We are doing this simply because we love her and her store. Yes. I really love the hot honey. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell is hot honey? Oh, it it's is so uh, good. It's got acacia s- honey infused with scotch bonnet pepper and habaneros. Yeah. Yeah. It's it amazing. Clears he the got sinuses. some for his birthday today. We bought a pack of it for him for his birthday. They're like honey straws, so they're like sticks that you can cut she, open and She eat. does sell them in honey sticks, and that she also has a small jar of it. Yes! And she has and it's every hot. herbal so tea you could possibly imagine. She has like <clears throat> probably 12 to 15 rows of fresh herbs you can buy. The mint tea from there is absolutely divine. Oh, yeah. Their mint tea is absolutely amazing. Comes in loose leaf, and she even sells the diffusers for them. Yes. Yeah. So what are you guys going to be doing at the uh, the Conneaut event? We are going to have a booth. We are going to be talking anything and everything paranormal you would like to know. We are hoping to make some connections, and we are going to be doing a mini ghost hunt. Come hunt with us Saturday evening. Yes. So, so. there's supposedly uh, spirits there? Yes, there are a lot of spirits there. The fur, the main three are Elizabeth, which is the bride, the butcher, and a little boy that are seen quite frequently frequently around different parts of the hotel there's also a couple that is seen that dances in the ballroom there are more spirits and things that happen around the hotel the bar and restaurant area of the bar was actually named for elizabeth it's the elizabeth ballroom and the spirit lounge which i think is kind of cool the actual whole area of connie Kanyat Lake is supposedly haunted, and they don't really have much information on the spirits that live there. There's a soldier that is seen in the trees. There's various different random things that happen. Well, like, anybody that goes is going to experience their own yeah thing. 
So you think that the people who join you on this ghost hunt then are going to be able to potentially see something that they could discover for the first time? I oh, yeah. I can't say they will see it, um, but I think they will definitely have a good time and leave with some evidence, whether they see it with their own eyes or a recording or a picture. Yeah. Or even just a personal experience. Right. Oh, yeah. The, the hotel, the whole hotel itself is supposed to be haunted. And I am so excited to see what spirits we get come through mm -hmm. with all of our equipment. So you guys will get to experience what we do on an investigation. You'll get to use our equipment, see how we conduct an experiment, and see how we do our investigations versus how other teams do it. Right. Because nobody does it the same. We no. have We definitely have our own unique way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it should be fun. It should be interesting. We cannot wait to see all of you guys there. So make sure you come check us out. Hang out with us. Ask your questions about the paranormal. Share your stories. We love hearing stories. Oh, yeah. I can't wait to see, like, what experiences the staff has had there. Mm -hmm. That's probably my most favorite thing is to ask people their personal experiences so that we get an idea of what we're walking into because there's really not a lot of information online about the yeah. ghosts that reside there. Sometimes though it's fun to not get any of the information until you get there and then afterwards you compare it with other things so you can say oh yeah that yeah. makes sense now. Um, right. I'm, I'm going to be perfectly honest I never heard of the Hotel Connie until you guys told me about it. So that's an interesting topic. So if a lot of people haven't heard about it, why do they do it there, you think? Well, he's been doing it for know. years. I think a lot of it is the location. Yeah. Um, because it is a pretty big touristy place. Yeah. Um, number two, uh, the lady's name is Lauren, and I think it's just something that she really is into. She's really passionate about it. Yeah. The psychic um, thing and the paranormal stuff. We're already starting to plan the spring one, which I believe is going to be in April. Yeah. It's like um, the first or second week of April. Yeah. Which will be fun. And I hope that we go back because... As I mean, of now, we are. I would love to see everybody in our audience come and hang out and check us out and have fun and see us and do things with us because... We love when you guys come and hang mm -hmm. out with us. The second thing I'm looking forward to is just getting out there and making connections with some of the teams and the mediums and the yeah the Reiki practitioners. And there's going to be, what was the other one I told you? Um, the Druid. Oh, yeah. There's a senior Druid that will yeah. be there. There's a lot of different people that are going to be there that have occult knowledge and different experiences and what and knowledge than what the people on our team have and mm -hmm. i can't wait to like pick their brains about things that they might know that we don't know so it is a learning experience you guys never stop learning there's no. a lot of, oh, no. of paranormal teams who think they're experts and don't need to learn anything what do you hope to learn from this i am really hoping to expand our knowledge on different occult practices that we mm -hmm. might not be readily comfortable with. So the practice of Reiki, for example, mm -hmm. a lot of people use Reiki to cleanse homes, to cleanse people, to do those kinds of 
things where they connect to the energy and houses and people and they manipulate the energy Mm -hmm. to help transform it into a better state of being Mm -hmm. and i'm i'm interested in learning that i think it would be fun i think it'd be great info to have and it's something that we could incorporate into our investigations Mm -hmm. possibly personally i'm looking forward to just learning more more ways to communicate yeah or i guess to communicate better yeah i Um, could see that I look forward to meeting the different, like, the um, the Hydruid guy, and there's medical intuitives. I would love to sit and speak with them and pick their brains about how that works for them, because I, I have no clue. Right. Um, I would, I can't wait to sit and talk to the mediums, because I always love talking to them, because... And it's always good to make those connections to be able to bring those people back into our team, like, if we need help. Mm -hmm. If we need somebody that can do more for the client than what we can. Or even if they come across something where somebody that they know needs help, then they have connections to reach out to. Yeah. Or, Or if, say, we're out on an investigation and we may need an outside perspective. Right. Yeah. Even if we don't actually need them to come with us, we can just kind of pick their brain and say, here's what we know. What do you think? Or what's your input? Or what's the best way to go about it? And, I mean... We all know that everybody is kind of fine-tuning their abilities that they may have. So it's always good to talk to other people with, how did you do this? Or, you know, you thought you had this ability. How did you get it to work for you? you? How did you figure (laughs) out that that was your ability? Where... Okay, well, I think I have this ability, but as it turns out, no, I maybe really have this one. And people just give you different ways to look at things to figure out the best end result. Yeah, I mean, like, I am not above talking to other sensitives, other mediums, other psychics to pick their brains to see what they may feel about a case or a specific entity that we're dealing or with. Or even our own personal experiences. Yeah, because sometimes, sometimes I'm like, I don't know if I'm crazy or not, because my experience could be completely different than your experience in a right. location. And, I mean, it you know, it just kind of depends. Like, I have talked to, like, psychic friends of mine about cases that we've wor- worked on to pick their brains, and... It's, it's always nice to have a bigger circle of people that you can... Well, even like how you said everybody kind of perceives, perceives everything different. Yeah. Not to go into any specific detail, but we just had a case where the situation to me was one way. The situation to you was another way. The situation to Brian was a completely different way. Yeah. Everybody perceives everything different. So, uh, what do you think the people that attend that aren't actually part of a team, what is the benefit for them to come there? Well, it's Well, with like solo paranormal investigators, they can come in, they can see the way teams do it, and maybe incorporate a sort of style from them into their own personal experiences. They can share what they do with teams to go... Well, I've watched, maybe they watched an investigation from a team and go, well, you know, 
I see what you guys do here, but this is the way I feel you could do it better. Or it, it's sharing base knowledge. Yeah. Well, how about for the people who just are curious about ghost hunting and and want to maybe you know attend uh, an investigation with a team and explore it? What benefits can they get out of it? Well, it gets their feet wet in a safe environment. It's an environment that we already. Maybe no. Well, we know the history of. We know that the entities that are there are safe. Otherwise, most places won't let you in to investigate if it's not safe. Well, not only that, they're going to be safe because they're going to be with experienced people. Yeah. You're not going to open the can of worms and the door to things that, like, you might be in over your head and going in, like, solo, completely on your own. And you're going to be able to, you know, see equipment being used firsthand. You're going to get to experiment with that equipment and know how to use it properly. Know what we use it for. Because the way we use equipment could be completely different than somebody brand new that doesn't know what they're doing. And uses it. we can... We can answer any questions they may have about the whys. Why do you do this? Well, what happens if this, if you see this, then what do you do? Or the people that come in just out of pure curiosity that, you know, I think I might be crazy. I have things going on at home. Could you tell me if I'm, you know, is this something you've dealt with before and just the fact of knowing that no you're not crazy we've seen things like that it validates their own personal experiences and i'm great with that i'm okay with that roblox says how long have you been working on ghost stuff for i have been a ghost hunter since for the last 15 years and i started when i was 18 i'm almost 35 now and that's probably over 15 years i don't know I can't count today. I cannot math. But... Oh, my brain's gone today. <laughs> um, you I know, that, say... that, that that recedes back to the comment that was left on one of our videos. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Roughly, what, 10 years maybe? Yeah. We yeah. have. Ryan. I've been doing this on and off since I graduated high school back in 01. Yeah, see, I'm not going into years I did this and years I did that. We don't need to know how old I am, so we're just going to go with around 10 years. I know how old you are. (laughs) But, I mean, also that just because we've had, like, professionally been ghost hunting for that many years doesn't mean that necessarily that is all the experience that we have. I've been dealing with the paranormal since for as long as I can remember. So we were all amateurs at one point. Right. We were. And we still are. I mean, there's still so much that we don't know and there's oh, yeah. still so much to learn. You can never be an absolute master at anything. No. But your experience has taught you things along the way. Yes. That you can definitely bring into the future. So yes. knowing that what is something that you're going to be able to take away, you think, from the Conneaut experience? For me, it's contacts and hopefully new information that we can gain from all the other professionals that are there. I want to, personally, I want to learn new techniques for helping clear houses, 
helping close portals, that kind of stuff, and, you know, finding more answers to the questions that our viewers have. Like, you know, like, how do you get rid of XYZ type of spirit? You have, you're dealing with some kind of elemental, like, have they experienced elementals and how have they helped the clients to, Mm -hmm. you know, deal with that kind of stuff? What are you looking forward to? Just the base knowledge. Yeah. I, I am a, I, I'm an information gatherer. I have tons of useless knowledge, but I have useful knowledge as well. So I I love knowledge in all its forms. Yeah. It's nice to pick other people's brains and learn how they do things and maybe adapt those experiences and those expertise into our own practices. I, I like to find people's techniques and then modify them into what works for me yeah so i have a feeling that a lot of people who are just curious about the paranormal and ghost hunting will be there to check things out how will you approach them to help them understand maybe what they're going through well me personally i believe that everybody should look at any kind of paranormal dealings with a healthy dose of skepticism right yeah see that skepticism helps you understand it helps you debunk okay maybe that noise i heard was the house settling maybe it was a pipe in the wall it not everything that you see or hear is is, is a paranormal manifestation right and high electric electromagnetical fields in a house due to wiring um Due to the wiring, due to, you know, all the electronics we now have nowadays oh, yeah. will, oh, yeah. bait. it can affect your motor skills. It right. can affect your visuals. It can affect your hearing. It can affect your sleeping patterns. Yes. But EMF fields are not the only thing that can cause paranormal psychosis. Well, I call it paranormal psychosis, like the feeling that you're being ghost inflicted deflected ghostified yeah ghostified okay so like carbon monoxide is another big thing that happens in houses Mm -hmm. and it will make you think that you're being ghostified ghostified it does it makes you paranoid it makes you Feel before, things, see things, hear things that yes. aren't there. Before but eventually while, killed But you. while you're going yes. down that road, there is the other that can also cause things that you may think are paranormal. You always have to look at the mental and physical health of someone, too. Yeah. Be, not saying that that's a bad thing, but it is something that happens. Yeah. Yes. And we, I mean, we've all probably experienced those things where, like, the client is insistent that they're being haunted, right. and they're really not being haunted, and it's, it's a mental health issue. Right. And then the, and the only thing you can do is do the best you can to get them the help that they need. Yeah. But unfortunately, not everything that you think is paranormal is paranormal. And the reality of it is what you see on TV is not how it is. We we go somewhere and we debunk, I would say at least 50%, at least 50% oh, yeah. of everything. Oh, yeah. 
if not more, probably much, closer to much, 75. Much, much to our chagrin, but you know, it does happen. Right. Everybody, we would all love to get the most evidence possible, but you have to be realistic. Yeah. You have to, you know, take in their personal experiences, plus the evidence that you've gathered, plus other experiences or the things that have happened. The weather, the house, the this, Eyewitnesses. The yeah. Other circumstances into play when you're really trying to help a client and find the right answers. Because oh, okay. not everything is paranormal. Alright, I guess we have to wrap it up now. Producer's gonna say something. We, uh, we have the laugh challenge at the end of our podcast. And if you laugh, you lose. So get ready for for the for the humor. I will not lose. <laughs> Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you might, uh, especially April, you might be able to answer this one. I'm not sure. What do you give a sick bird? I'm not sure. Soup. A tweetment. <laughs> You see what we deal with? This. Oh, Lord. 